Come on, get in. It is time for a new adventure with Trippin' with Silver Daddy. I'm so excited. We're going to Ybor City. One of my favorite places. I don't know. So I don't know how many of you have been there, but Ybor City is so cool. I know I've been there, let me count, one, two, three, four, about five times. I am so excited about this place. If you don't know about this place, it's like this little neighborhood in Tampa. It's just so unique and special. Oh, I just love this area. I've been there. My first time, I think, was when we went on a cruise. Because it's right by the cruise ship port where all the cruise ships go out. So it does get a lot of cruising people. Not my kind of cruising people. But the cruise ship people that tend to go. So make sure there's no ships in port. Because then it can be a cruising area, which I like. But it is so cool there. There's so many things you can do. Well, let's just start with... Oh my God, I forgot to tell you. One time I was there, we got to go find this place. I was actually there one time, and I went to this haunted place. Don't want to give it away. I want to try to go there and see if I can interview. It's really haunted. It's really scary. Oh, and they also have ghost tours. We can go on a ghost tour. This is going to be a fun adventure, everyone. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to meet a lot of neighbors. And we're going to have a good time together. Almost sound like Mr. Rogers, ain't I? We're going to have fun. We're going to meet the neighbors. And you're all going to be good and behaved. So get in the car. Let's go. So, Ybor City. A little bit about it. You know, it's a historical place. It's been around forever. So it's a historical neighborhood. has a lot of historical buildings. Like I said, it's right just outside of downtown and by the cruise ships. So the buildings are really cool. A lot of, you know, architectural stuff. So this has been around for a while. It's a really famous area, especially for cigars. This area at one time was like one of the number one producing of cigars. It used to be called Cigar City in USA. And there's still some old cigar factories there. Um, actually, the city's named after a guy who worked with all these cigar companies and brought them all together. A guy named Ebor. Um, Vincent, I think his name was. And he was like... He was ahead of the times in what he would do for people, you know, and he recruited and got all these young Cuban men and Spanish men to come there and work. Oh, my God. Can't ask for anything more exciting, young Cuban men. Oh, God, this is better than the area of Miami. It's better than probably when I was in Cuba. This is going to be so much fun. Oh, Cuban men, let me tell you, I've been to Cuba. We could do a whole show about the Cuba. Oh, it was such an adventure. And the Cuban men and women are just beautiful. The men with their big, bulging biceps, muscles, was just, oh, it's a daddy dream. We're going to have so much fun. You better all behave and don't get me in trouble. But it was really big. A lot of Cuban influence in the area. Um, but there's a lot of Spanish influence. The last time I was there, I ate at a great Colombian restaurant. The food there. Oh, my God. The food is so good. Oh, I'm just so excited about this place. And there's so much. So not only is the food good... But it's also just a great little neighborhood. But back to this guy, the Ebor guy, who worked, who did a lot of this um, cigar stuff. You know, I was saying he was ahead of his time. Because what he did is he made this neighborhood. And then they established a lot of, like, grocery stores, print shops, everything right in the neighborhood. But what he did... That was really amazing and way before his time. Remember, people, this is in United States of America. This guy actually built these really small houses for his workers, and they were called casitas. 
I believe that's the word they used. There were small homes that he would sell to his workers at cost. Not to make a profit, he'd sell it to them at cost because he wanted them to live in the neighborhood where they worked. Now, listen to this. This guy, Mr. Ebor, also provided free medical for his workers. Yes, in the United States. Can you imagine that? There was free medical at one time. Businesses paid 100% all the medical costs to keep employees there. God, where was I? Free medical, cheap housing, Cuban boys and Spanish. Oh my God. I should have been living back then. But like I said, there's a lot of things here in this city that's historical. There's over like 2,000 historical buildings. It's going to be a great time. But then the whole area, naturally, everything that goes good and everything that's working well, there's always a downside. And that was the Depression. You know, back in the 1930s, the Depression hit, then World War II, and then the desire for cigars, people couldn't afford it, sales dropped, everything fell apart. Like usual, the whole area that was this booming, wonderful community kind of started to all fall apart. Hey everyone, we're going to be right back and we're going to find out how Ybor City became the gay neighborhood starting in the 80s. But please listen to our sponsors. I have the most beautiful luxury home for you, and it's for sale. And if you don't want it, buy it from me, Silver Daddy. It is right in Wilton Manors. We can live in the gayest area of the United States. It's at 12 Northeast 26th Street. This house is beautiful, and it is set for having parties. Let me tell you, on the first floor, everything opens to a huge deck that actually has a roof over it so you don't get wet, and there is a swimming pool, and the swimming pool has a waterfall. The entire property is surrounded with palm trees. We can get naked. And upstairs, off the bedrooms, there's a huge deck with a jacuzzi. Hey, I took a lot of pictures. Go to my website and check it out. And, you know, it's actually a steal. It's only $1.5 million, So buy it for me. Go to trippinwithsilverdaddy.com. And then it was back in the 80s. The artist were looking for, local artists were looking for cheap places to establish businesses and artists never care where they go as long as they got to get a place that was cheap enough and they could put all their art so there was all these warehouses so the artists all started moving in you know and that was back in the 80s they all started coming in you get all these artists starting to come in and then what always follows the artist the gay community comes in and once the gay community all comes in you know, things can't look just normal, so they have to upgrade everything, clean everything up, remodel everything, and now it is again this beautiful neighborhood. Actually, now a lot of people call it Gabor City. So, just to give you an idea, there's a lot of LGBTQ, all that, you know, the gay community is really embracing this area so it has really changed we're going to have a lot of fun i'm going to go to a a cigar place try to find one i that shouldn't be hard because last time i remember there was like at least one or two on every you know every block there was oh maybe get some great food ghost tours they have ghost tours at night we got to go on a ghost tour gotta be there at night and go on a ghost tour i know i'll pee in my pants don't tell anyone so i'll take extra clothing i don't know why i love ghost tours i love scary things but i get scared so fast so i don't know why i enjoy that and we're gonna go find this place i'll tell you about it later i'm gonna try to do something from this place i've been there it's scary as uh all it's just scary 
let me tell you. But it's so much because we're going to be right in the Tampa Bay area. Ah, there's so many things we could do there. Not just that, but I mean, not just that neighborhood. One of my favorite beaches, Clearwater, is just over the bridge. St. Petersburg. Oh, and then there's the big state park that's just north of there. Oh, my God, we're going to have so much fun, everyone. This is going to be an exciting show. I hope you can't wait. Hey, if you ever have any comments or questions, make sure you email me at trippinwithsilverdaddy at gmail.com. Hey, everyone, do you have that honeydew list or those things around the house that needs fixed and you don't know how to do it? I have the perfect solution. It is Handyman Phil. Yes, Handyman Phil can do just about everything. You know, he does electricity, he does bathrooms, tile, you name it. Handyman Phil can do it. If you're in Broward County in the Fort Lauderdale area and you need something fixed in your house, you need to email Handyman Phil. And how do you email him? You go to handyman 3310 at gmail.com and just tell him what you need done. He'll get right back to you. Hey, everyone, if you need someone to fix something in your house, you need Handyman Phil. That's handyman33310 at gmail.com. Hey, everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. You know, I'm here in Ybor City, and one of the cool things about Ybor City that I remember from visiting it many years ago, it's a very Cuban area. I remember the first time here buying Cuban bread at a bakery, and it was like something out of this world. And I am sitting with the owner, and in Long Ash Cigars, and this is Mike. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm good. good. So this is a family business, right? It's family owned, started? Yes, yes it started uh, me and my mother. Uh, this is about 10 and a half years ago now, so 2012, summer of 2012. Um, and she's retired since, so it's kind of me now, but it, that's how it started for sure. Well, it's great, you know, when you have that family connection and all that. But why cigars? I come from a bar, kind of hospitality background, bar clubs. I've managed and bartend in those types of establishments for many years. And uh, but I always smoke cigars on the side. It's like a casual, just kind of a, a way to relax, you know. And uh, my mom happened to work at a cigar store, more of a store than where she was a cashier, kind of. Right. Um, so when I was trying to open up a business, I kind of threw it out to my friends and family. I was like, "Hey, I'm, I'd like to do something, but I'm open to any suggestions." So long story short, she kind of said, "Hey, what do you think about a cigar place?" And I was like, "Well, if we can make it a cigar bar." So where I had expertise and knew what I was doing, I think it would work, and then the rest is history from there. And I was, you know, I lived in the Caribbean for a while, and there's nothing better than a good rum and a cigar. And like what you said, relaxing, I actually started smoking cigars when I first started my first radio show. But I will tell you, my very first experience wasn't the best because I was doing it live Mm -hmm. and I was in the Bahamas and they told Marcy and I that these were Cuban cigars and Marcy's a Crucian and she knows how to smoke cigars and I'm smoking cigars and the whole interview, I'm just coughing and hacking, finally got sick. But, you know, after that, I started smoking cigars and I found it to be the most relaxing thing after a stressful day. I'd sit up, I lived up in the rainforest, I'd sit in the rainforest, have a cigar, Mm -hmm. just smoke it and watch the ash, and try to see how long I could get my ash to go before it would fall. That's why we came up with the name. And that's your name, Long Ash. Yeah, and and the the, the sign of a well-made cigar with full-leaf tobacco is uh, that it holds its ash pretty well. So we thought the name was catchy, but it also made sense with a, a, a quality product. So that's what we came up with that that name. So. Yeah, and then like you said, with a good rum, absolutely, and then having a cigar. What absolutely. a perfect marriage! It is, it is, and it's it's. I know so many people that are cigar smokers, and their first cigar or two were not the most uh, pleasurable experience. But it's definitely an acquired taste, and, and they love it now. You know. But I think what it is, it's also the quality of the cigar. Absolutely. Because after smoking cigars, I mean, I probably smoked them for almost fifteen years. 
you get to a point where you can tell the flavors from the tobacco Absolutely. from different areas. Absolutely. Like I have a certain area of the world where I like my filler to sure. come from. Sure. And I think it's because it has a very um, volcanic ash to it and it has sure. a little bit peppery. I'm really big on Nicaragua. Sure. Things sure. from there. Um, but like I've been into the Dominican Republic and what caught my eye when I was walking down the street and I saw the place and I'm like, oh my God, I have to come to this place and try to get an interview. Yeah. Is when I saw the people out in the window actually rolling the cigars because it reminded me when I was in Santiago, the Dominican mm-hmm. Republic, and there's a big cigar area. Sure. And they're all yep. rolling cigars and it's like you can actually see it. Yes, and that's why we put our cigars literally in our front window so when people walk by, it's the first thing they see. It authenticates us. There's no question whether we roll ours our own or not. They see them right there rolled in front of them. They're able to purchase those same cigars. So we put them right in the window. That's that's the core of who we are. And, you know, the, the our cigar rollers are, you know, they're, are, they're employees, but they also create the product that we sell. So they're the lifeblood of this business. So we put them right there in front. And when someone actually makes something... They mm-hmm. take pride in that Absolutely. because that's their artistic, their creativity. Sure. It's theirs. It is, and yes. it's it's a better cigar because it's more. actually created by someone who cares. It's not a machine Correct. just rolling them out. Correct. They care more. You know, a handmade product. They're not all going to be a hundred percent perfect, but the 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 care and the quality of the construction is there. They really do care, and when they see people smoke the cigar that they made, and they're enjoying it, it puts a smile on their face. I see it all the time, so they definitely—it's a big deal for them. And there's something about something not totally being perfect in today's world. You know, sure. we're all not perfect. Sure. Hey, most of my followers, you know, I'm not perfect. You know everything. I tell you everything. I'm definitely not perfect. But what you get is what we're going to find out right after we hear a word from our sponsor. Have you seen the new Cannonball website for 2023? It's amazing. It's one of the most beautiful websites I've seen for any event. Cannonball is taking place October 26th to November 1st in the Fort Lauderdale, Wilton Manors area. And it's the perfect time to come to South Florida. The weather is perfect. The beach is great. The ocean is at its warmest time. Oh, my God. This is going to be so much fun. And there's so many things to do. You just need to look at all these different events that's going to take place. I mean, everything from we're going to a spa excursion. There's foam parties. There's swim parties. And it's the week of Halloween. So there's a concert, jam, costume party. You know, there's everything that you could possibly want to do. Oh, wow. There's also, we're going on airboats. We get to go into the Everglades and see the alligators. And there's the Jungle Queen. The Jungle Queen is so much fun. But one thing, you don't even have to worry about food. They have you covered with food. You have everything from, we have the Sharma dinner, there's the barbecue, there's the brunch with the queens, that's always hysterical, and then there's the Mediterranean banquet show. You need to go and check this out. You need to go to cannonballbash.com and you need to make your reservations now because this sells out. This is one of the largest events in South Florida. I will be there, and I want to see you there, and we need to get into that foam pool together. What you get is quality. You yeah, know? absolutely. No one wants, you can buy quantity. If you want quantity, just go into sure. a, a local fast food place or something like that and look where, where it gets you. Get you about my size. Yeah. But <laughs> other than that, there's a lot there's a lot more going to talking about the quality. Now, your fill. Mm-hmm. Does your fill come from here, or does the fill of the tobacco come from throughout the world, different so, areas? So our filler uh, is primarily Nicaraguan and Dominican. Oh, um, it is Nicaraguan? Yeah. 
Our milder cigars are more, are actually our mild cigars are Dominican filler, no Nicaraguan. Medium has little Nicaraguan leaf mixed with the Dominican, and then our full body is more heavy Nicaraguan on the filler. But even as a whole, our leaves are sourced from the Caribbean, Central South America. We even have one from the states, uh, from Pennsylvania, that we use. So uh, we do kind of mix and match and use a bit of everything. But Dominican Nicaraguan by far is, I would say, ninety percent of the leaves that we use for our cigars. Wow. Source. Yeah. So one of the questions I have, and I, I don't know the answer to this. I'm not sure if you're going to know. But I know they use a fill, but a lot of times they use what they call Connecticut leaf on mm-hmm. the outer roll. Correct. Is that the wrapper. correct? So Is con- that from Connecticut, or so, is it a type of tobacco? So these days it's a type of tobacco. So the Connecticut shade is that goldish color uh, leaf that you see on the wrapper on the outside. However, it, it originated in Connecticut. They, they grew the, the, the tobacco under a shade, so it didn't get as much sun. And so it kept the name from where it originated from. However, now you get Connecticut leaves everywhere. Our Connecticut leaves come from Ecuador. Oh, okay. So everybody, Ecuador? Yes. So everybody does Connecticut shade tobacco now, but it kept the name because it originated in, in, in the States here in, in Connecticut. So it's basically the seed. It's Is the way it it's it's, see- it's the way it's grown more. Okay. So it gets you know if you think of like a tarp with holes punched in it, it that's going to get about half the amount of sunlight as open air. Okay. So when it that's more or less the way they did it, right? Whether it was mesh or whatever, it, it restricted the sun exposure and it became this Connecticut shade, beautiful gold color leaf, and that's how and it kept its name. But like I said, now everybody does that. Okay. So. I didn't know that, but I've always remember when I would read. My cigars, it would say it was filled from somewhere and it had a Connecticut yes. leaf. And I was like, Connecticut's such a small state. How yes. the hell is Connecticut producing that much yeah. tobacco? And here's another interesting fact about me. I actually have about four or five seasons sat at on the back of a tobacco planter planting <laughs> tobacco seeds. Because yep. people I know, and I won't go there... But the people I used to know very well had a tobacco base. Yeah, sure. And they would grow the little seedlings up in Indiana. And then we would sit on the back and put it in between the fingers and plant it. The only thing I never did was we helped harvest it, but I never hung it in the barn. Because I wasn't climbing up on those damn rafters. First of all, the rafters look scary as anyway. So they always had other people that came in and did the rafters. Now, can we talk a little bit about your bar? Because everyone likes bars. Real fast, you have some unique bar drinks, correct? Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're a full liquor bar, but we're rum-focused. So a lot, all the leaves that we source for the tobacco comes from these countries that produce rum. So we thought it would be smart to do a rum-focused bar that meshed well and paired well with the tobacco in those regions and kind of take you back to your vacation where you're smoking a cigar and you're drinking a rum cocktail. That's kind of our, what we envisioned here. So, And speaking of on vacation, this is kind of where I consider myself also on vacation. So everyone, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go out and find me a cigar and maybe have a rum drink. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. You know, gentlemen, thank you. Have a nice one. Ciao, Bello. Sometimes in life, thank you guys. Things just fall in your lap. I just walked out of one store, said I was hungry, and right next door was this pizza place. And I looked in, and there was all these pizzas on display. And there's nothing like window shopping. And I saw these pizzas, and I came in, and I, I'm just gonna tell you, and this is no bullshit. It is probably one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my life. And if you guys, you all know me, I love to eat, and I can eat. And I am here with Gio. Yes, sir. And Gio, introduce yourself. Are you the owner, manager? What are you? All above. All the above? Yes. And I'm the like harasser? a spare tire of the business. The spare so tire. whatever they need me, I'll be there. We started this 29 years ago in New York City. Okay. It's a family-run business. I guess that's all we do for a living. We don't know nothing else to do for a living. Except now we're expanding our horizon onto wine and champagne. 
which we are opening another location next door with uh, Gio's fine wine and champagne. But we've been doing pizza for 29 years. Out of those 29 years, 21 years in New York City. That's why we moved in here. Are you still in New York City? No, or you moved no. Up, you we decided, moved. got rid of the snow and the New York and came down to Something New like York that. City. Something like that. Much more better. Nice and warm. No more cold for us. So you exchanged the cold winter blizzards for the hurricanes. Done. Perfect. Perfect Much better. Deal. Much better. Perfect deal. Much better. We can live with that. <laughs> we can live with that. But uh, thank you very much. Our product, it's imported from Italy, like tomatoes, olive oil, and sea salt are imported from Italy. The cheese and the flour are from the United States. Okay. And nobody can tell me that the United States doesn't have good product. We have excellent product in this country. So everything we do, it's a gourmet product. It is. We don't use preservatives. We don't use adjectives. Everything it's made daily. But beside the pizza, we also have uh, pasta, salads, and we make desserts. Like you said, I like to eat too. So <laughs> that's a cannoli. I know. We are pretty famous for that. Really? Yes. Sometimes people, they go, oh, delicious cannoli. And I go, how about the pizza, guys? And they go, uh-uh, no. Cannoli, it's a... Uh, it's the spot most of the time. So here's here's the here's the story behind the story, everyone. I didn't come in here to do this interview. I came in here just to eat a piece of pizza. And Gio, I mean, I we twist his arm, okay? So no, no, we no. saw him. No, no, no. We go. <laughs> no, no. We're not gonna let him go out. <laughs> That's not true. Because I just came in to have a piece of pizza, and I was like, I fell in love with this pizza. And he comes up to me, and I'm like. Where am I? I don't even know the name of the place. So let's start with that. Tell everyone again what the name of the place. Tell them the story what you just told me, what it means. Uh, the place name, it's two friends, which in Italian means due amici. Due means two amici friends. So due amici. And what we do in this restaurant also, because we're making our own sauce. I guess that's how good we are. But in the back of the sauce, it said amicia familia. So everybody who walks through those doors, it's our friend or family. If wow. they feel like that. If not, then they have to leave or we tell them to leave. <laughs> right here, my lady. So he's always, everyone seems to I know him. He is much. so popular. And I, I, people, I cannot tell you Kiddo, how happy birthday. good All this the good. food is. You know? This sauce, I have to get one of these sauces to take to my housemates at home. And because guess what? We're going to give you also some fresh pasta because we also make fresh pasta. You make fresh pasta? Of course. You're Italian. What, I mean, what, what, what else would I expect, right? Exactly. Cannolis, yes. pasta, pizza. Absolutely, And yes. wine, Italian wine goes with Absolutely. it. So, I mean... We also have a Duomici wine, but now we're expanding... Next door, we are opening uh, specifically the shop only for wine and champagne. Okay. Which we're going to be paired with the cheese, meats, and desserts. Wow, a pairing. Yeah. Yes. So is it going to be like a restaurant too? Like where you sit it's down gonna for be, a pairing? It's going to be more like a wine shop. Okay. But we're going to pair. In Italy, goes, whatever goes, grows together, goes together. So we're going to pair the food from the same region the wine comes from. So we're going to introduce each region every other month. It's going to be a new region. And mostly it's going to be in Europe, but also California have some great wine. So we're going to go to California, then we're going to jump to South America, and then we're going back to Europe. So it's going to be really, really great A, a mixture, too. Yes. So it's, so it's always going to be changing, so it's not the yes. same thing. Hey everyone, we're going to be right back and Gio's going to tell us more about his family and business, but especially what this man does for the community. It is very inspiring. Please listen to our sponsors and we'll be right back. You know where my favorite place to go shopping for gifts? It's Leatherworks. Let me tell you. It is so much fun to buy my friends gifts from Leatherworks here in Fort Lauderdale. It is the Southeast United States' premier leather and fetish shop. They have thousands of items. You know, 
I love their hats and their shirts. Oh my God, they have some of the coolest pants. But they have the stuff that I really like. Like the harnesses. They have bondage gear. Oh my God, and the toys. I probably can't tell you too much about the toys. But let me just tell you this. They have impact toys. They have everything you could ever want. You need to go check them out. You can buy online. Go to leatherworks.com. That's leather and works is W-E-R-K-S. It is where Silver Daddy goes shopping. The locals, because there's a lot of locals that live around here. I haven't been here for 10 years, but there's a lot of new construction and apartments and, and condos going up. So And Ebor is changing for better. So at least in my view. Yeah, it's very it's a lot of families. Yes, absolutely. In. We moved like eight years ago from New York, and everybody was so welcome, so great. They accept us with open arms. So we are very, very thankful to them and to everybody else who support us. So, how did you decide this area of Florida? Was it anything particular, or uh, was it? It was a family friend who owned the shop. Okay. He had to retire due to medical emergencies okay. and all that. And uh, we jumped in. It was great fit. And I guess we love it. Yeah. And we adore it. See, one time I decided to move. I spent my whole life in Cincinnati, Ohio. Decided after, a, we'll just say, a bad uh, breakup experience. Decided I had to get out of town. I took, I took the world map and threw a dart, and I ended up in St. Croix, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Ooh. Let me just tell you, don't ever do that. No? Because <laughs> okay. you better do some research first <laughs> before you end up on an island, and the only thing on the island is one Kmart. Oh, sorry, well, the Kmart I don't even think around anymore, so they won't sue me. So I'm not worried about that. But there's not much. But this is a wonderful area because... It, it has such a great local vibe. I mean, you have That's totally the reason true. I'm here, and everyone knows because it has a great, also gay community. You know, uh, just uh, to but, add to that, uh, we've been in business, like we said, 29 years, and in New York, LGBT community, we were very active. Like people probably remember, but Duomichi was very active, and we even in here we are very active. And that's great to hear. I mean, uh, it's great, great community, like everywhere. Somebody probably not going to like you, but majority, we are so happy and so loved. And we extend our doors are open always to the community. Well, I can tell you one thing, because I had my businesses too. And we always used to call it the pink dollar. The pink, the pink dollar spends just like a green dollar. It doesn't matter what color you want to call it. As long as it's a U.S. dollar, it goes into the bank and it pays your employees, you know, pays everything most you need, of the and time, makes your life easy. Most of the time for weekend, it's a line out the door, probably down the block. And sometimes people, they jump the line and all that, and they know very well, I tell them, if you respect me and you respect my business, please stay in the line because... Everybody pays same, and we appreciate everybody else. Yeah, and that's that's really important because what I love about this area is, like I was saying, you have locals, you have locals, you have people on the cruise ships, you have the LGBT community, yeah. you have a little bit of everything, and, and that's what that's makes what the life makes, so good. And I think that's what makes Tampa so interesting is a place to come and visit. And I think everyone should come to visit this area. There's and it's so another saying in Italy. They go, la dolce vita. When life is beautiful. And everybody should embrace that. Because life is really beautiful. Especially in Florida, where you have sunshine every single morning. Why we shouldn't not enjoy that? You know, in Florida, the sun is shining somewhere. <laughs> the state's so damn big, it's got to be shining somewhere. Because yeah. we yeah. know how long it takes yeah. that to drive from one area to the other. But I do just want to, once again, tell all my listeners and everyone, I am being very serious. Your pizza is incredible. I have not had a pizza like this. To be honest with you, even when I was in Rome, the pizza wasn't this good. Your crust is incredible. So everyone, I just need to let you know, when you come to Ebor City, you are going to stop at where? Due Amici. 
Catfish Dewey's is my favorite place to eat because they have all you can eat. Hey, they have more than that. They have a regular menu, but I like my food. And on Monday, Tuesday nights, they have all you can eat shrimp. On Wednesday, it's the barbecue baby back ribs. On Thursday and Sunday, it's that Alaska snow crab legs. On Friday, it's the fried scallops. And on Saturday, it's the fried oysters and crawfish. Hey, Catfish Dewey's has been around for 40 years because they know how to do it right. Big family environment and has a great little bar inside the place. Let me just tell you, you need to go to Catfish Dewey's. You know, they're conveniently located at 4003. North Andrews Avenue in Oakland Park, which is just north of downtown Fort Lauderdale. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Hey, I'm in an area that I've never been in Florida, and it's really cool, and I'm amazed. I'm so amazed. There's something here that I never even knew Florida had, and we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. But where I'm actually at is called the Payne's Prairie Preserve. And this place, all this land, was once the largest Spanish ranch in Florida in the 1600s. And it was actually owned by Mendez Marquez, and he was a relative to the original founder of St. Augustine. And he had all this land here, And he brought over cattle from Spain, horses, and some of the horses are still here today, the wild horses. That's not the amazing thing yet, but there are wild horses in this area. But that's not the amazing thing. I'll get to that in a little bit. But it was very interesting, and the ranch was uh, Rancho de la Chula, and Chula actually means in the Native American, it means sinkholes. So there's sinkholes in the area. But this place has everything. Now I'm going to tell you one thing. I cannot even describe the beauty of this land. I have taken a lot of photographs, so make sure you go on to my Instagram, Trippin, that's T-R-I-P-P-I-N, with Silver Daddy, on Instagram, just so you can take a look at some of these beautiful pictures that I posted. But there's so much that was going on here. And they actually, because the cattle was, the cattle did so well here on the grasslands and all that. But the closest place for them to actually sell the cattle was over in St. Augustine. But it was far away and they had to cross the john's river which was really dangerous and it took forever that they actually was selling the cattle they took them over to the other to the gulf and just took them down to cuba and illegally sold the cattle in cuba can you believe that but this is like a place that started as ranch that started with the cattle the hogs and the horses brought over like i said from spain but also the Spanish people that lived in the area also brought a lot of citrus trees with them and introduced the citrus trees into this area that did quite well with the very fertile ground. So it's a pretty amazing place. And like I said, you have to go to my Instagram just to look at it. But this place has been pretty famous and well-known because there was a well-known botanist back in, I think it was like the 1700s, who was commissioned to come down here, and that was William Bartram. Um, William Bartram tried a lot of businesses, and he failed. He failed a lot. You know, like we say, you got to fail to succeed, and he did a lot of failing in his businesses, but finally, his love of nature brought him down into this area, and he became pretty famous for his wildlife drawings of the floral and everything in the area. Even after he died, kind of amazing that Thomas Jefferson even wrote about him to his niece, telling his niece, don't ever worry about your uncle being gone because he will live with us forever because of all the drawings and everything he's done 
to show people what this part of Florida looked like. So that was kind of interesting, I thought. But you know what's here. The amazing part. Now, I'll get to the amazing part later. We'll get to that. But there's alligators. I mean, we're not just talking like a couple alligators. This place has a lot of wetlands, and there's alligators everywhere. Like, everywhere. And there's actually a pier that I went out on that goes out over the water. And that pier, they were fishing off that pier. And this brings me to one of my daddy's stories that I just have to tell you about. When I was younger, much younger, like in my late 20s or early mid-20s, I went to Florida and the Carolinas on like a two-week camping trip with two of my friends. And my one friend, we'll just call him, because I don't want to... I don't want to embarrass him. Let's just call him I. I'll call him I. So I, I and J, that was my friends, I and J. I and J and myself, we decided to go crabbing. And you buy a crab net and you put the, um, what do you call it, the chicken necks in the crab net and you drop it down in the water. Right after you listen to the short message from the sponsor, you're going to find out what happens to Silver Daddy when he's crabbing. Crabbing, like catching those things that pinch, not like being crabby. Crabbing. Catfish Dewey's is my favorite place to eat because they have all you can eat. Hey, they have more than that. They have a regular menu, but I like my food. And on Monday, Tuesday nights, they have all you can eat shrimp. On Wednesday, it's the barbecue baby back ribs. On Thursday and Sunday, it's that Alaska snow crab legs. On Friday, it's the fried scallops. And on Saturday, it's the fried oysters and crawfish. Hey, Catfish Dewey's has been around for 40 years because they know how to do it right. Big family environment and has a great little bar inside the place. Let me just tell you, you need to go to Catfish Dewey's. You know, they're conveniently located at 4003. North Andrews Avenue in Oakland Park, which is just north of downtown Fort Lauderdale. See you at Catfish Dewey's. And I has the net, and I kept saying, hey, there's an alligator coming. You better pull the net up. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Next thing we know, the net's tied on to, like, a clothesline cord. The whole crab net is moving. And he starts pulling the damn thing up, and guess what? The freaking alligator was in the crab net, and he's pulling it up, and we're out on this pier, and he pulls it up onto the pier, and the damn thing gets out, and now I'm stuck on this pier cornered by a damn alligator. I mean, it wasn't big, but it was big enough that I was scared. Oh, my God. I was always doing crazy-ass stuff. He's an ex-Marine so he was always causing problems. And oh my God, I was screaming and yelling. I don't, you know, I don't mind gators out in the water. Because I know how to tell if there's a gator in the water. And someday I'll show you that. I'll actually take a video and show you how you can tell if there's a gator in the water. But I can't do that now on the podcast. But I will show you that one day. But... Oh my God, I was cornered on a pier above the water with this alligator that was probably about three to four feet long. And they go running off the pier and leave me there. Finally, the damn thing fell down in the water. I almost beat the living shit out of I, which was pretty hard for me to do since he was so athletic, but I did it anyway. I was so mad. Okay, back to what I was saying. So there's a lot of really cool things here. Um... Besides the wild horses. And now let me get to one of the amazing things. Probably the most amazing thing that is here is... Oh, wait a minute. I'll get to that in a second. Did I tell you there's a actually a visitor center? And the visitor center is really cool. Because it's shaped like a sandbill crane. You know anything about a sandbill crane? How they got these... They're gray and they got these big wings and they walk around the water. So... The building itself is shaped like a sand-billed crane, which I thought was really 
pretty fascinating. And, you know, there's a lot of cranes in this area. They build nests here on floating mats. So, you know, pretty cool. So we do have cranes here, too. But that's not the amazing thing. You know, there is something more amazing. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play around anymore. The most amazing thing here is they have drum roll. Wait a minute, I gotta get my drum roll. Drum roll. Can you hear my drum roll? That's me hitting on the drum roll. The most amazing thing is they have bison. Yes, Florida actually has bison. They have a herd of bison. And I never knew that. I mean, I, we all knew that bison lived all across the United States before all the people from Europe came and destroyed them. But this area was native to a species of bisons that has now pretty much in Florida went extinct, but they were reintroduced back in, I think it was like 1975. And there's now a herd of bison here. And the herd of bison here is about 40 strong. And recently they just removed the male bison because they don't want a breeding stock of bison. Because the land can only carry or can only hold so many bison. Because, you know, otherwise they become weak. But there are bison here, which I thought is amazing. Now I'm going to go look for bison. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find any but I'm going to try to find some bison. But I thought that was amazing. Florida has now bison. Hey, everyone. I'm going to go look for a bison. I'll be right back. So please listen to our sponsors. You're listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy. You know where my favorite place to go shopping for gifts? It's Leatherworks. Let me tell you. It is so much fun to buy my friends gifts from Leatherworks here in Fort Lauderdale. It is the Southeast United States' premier leather and fetish shop. They have thousands of items. You know, I love their hats and their shirts. Oh my God, they have some of the coolest pants. But they have the stuff that I really like, like the harnesses. They have bondage gear. Oh my God, and the toys. I probably can't tell you too much about the toys. But let me just tell you this. They have impact toys. They have everything you could ever want. You need to go check them out. You can buy online. Go to leatherworks.com. That's leather and works is W-E-R-K-S. It is where Silver Daddy goes shopping. I hope you're enjoying our trip to Ybor City. Hey, there's a few what I call housekeeping things that I want to do. First, make sure that you subscribe to my YouTube page and please tell your friends to. I would really appreciate that. And check out my website, trippinwithsilverdaddy.com. You can find all my social media on that location. Plus, there's a really special button on there for donations. I actually got my first donations this week which really helps because gas and everything to produce the shows cost a lot of money. If you know anyone who would like to sponsor the show and have advertisement on the show, please email me at trippinwithsilverdaddy at gmail.com. Please always rem remember there is no G in Trippin. So I need to do a shout out and thank a few people. First of all, I want to thank my housemates for putting up with me. Trust me, that's bigger than you think. And I also want to thank Sima for helping with a lot of the graphics that go on YouTube. He did a great job in designing the logo. A big thank you to him and Ricky, because Ricky has been giving me a lot of advice and guidance on doing a lot of the social media stuff that at my age, I don't know how to do. And finally, we have a birthday wish. Happy birthday to Gary in Oakland Park. Hey everyone. So, Ybor City was a blast. I mean, I had so much fun and there's so many memories from that place. But the entire trip, there's so much that you can do in the Tampa area. 
I don't even know where to start. There's so many things I didn't get to do. Like one of the big things, you know, you have Bush Gardens there, which is a great place, kind of mixture of a zoo with big rides. Many things we could have done while we were in the area. But just looking back on everything that happened there, I mean, let's start with Mike, you know, and having Mike at the Long Ash Cigars. Family owned and doing something that he's so passionate about, that was just a fun time. And it brings back memories of the actually rolling the cigars in the window reminds me like when i used to be in um santiago in the dominican republic which is a big cigar area how they used to always have all there's a whole street with nothing but cigar shops we all know a lot of the great cigars come from the dominican republic and in this area it's kind of like this one of the cigar capitals of the world and they used to always have people rolling cigars inside like right in the windows just brought back memories of when I used to go there and I spent a lot of time in that area so that was really cool talking to him but also what I just found amazing when I went north and I went to Payne Prairie I never knew there was buffalo in Florida never you know seeing buffalo in the wild here when they used to roam all of the United States, just brings back wondering what this country was like 200 plus years ago when all this was happening. It's just a neat thing to see. And the wild horses that were there. I didn't even know there was wild horses in Florida. I've seen wild horses up on the East Coast when I was in Delaware once. There was a state park that once we camped at, and they had these wild horses. And we were camping there, and these horses came through the campsite in the middle of the night. And you just heard these things walking, and the snorting of the horses scared the hell out of me. But it was just an interesting thing that brings back these old memories. And that's what's so fun about doing this podcast and going places it reminds you of things from your past that I wouldn't normally think about but the buffalo man do I have a daddy story on that I don't know if I can tell it because I'll see how I can keep it kind of clean so once I was in Yellowstone with my ex-partner and we got up early in the morning because we once everyone said you could see grizzly bears And we went to this big parking lot. It was like 6 a.m. Waiting to look for buffaloes. And we were sitting on the back of the car. It had a tail thing that came down. We were sitting there waiting on it. Didn't see any buffalo. You know, in early mornings, Daddy gets a little frisky. And things started to kind of happen a little. We'll leave it, you know, at that. You can use your imagination. And as things were getting a little heated up, All of a sudden, there's like a herd of buffalo walking right past us on both sides of the car. Scared the hell out of him. Scared me, too. And we just had to, like, freeze and stand there because we didn't want to get charged by him. There's a lot of funny things and a lot of things you remember. But that whole prairie area is so big. And there's so many alligators in that area, so you really can't venture too far out. But it's just neat to see these natural preserves and prairies that are still protected and have all that. But besides that, then you meet someone like the owners of Amici. You know, just walked in and had one of the best pizzas I've ever had in a long time. But be able to enjoy that and meet him. And I do need to give a shout out because we talked about a little. They actually sell jars of their sauce. And a portion of the every sale goes to autism and to cancer. So he does a great thing for the community. Now, one of the things I didn't get to talk about, because I've been in that area several times, family trips over towards the Clearwater area, and I've been in St. Pete so many times, which is just a wonderful little city. 
I would love to live there actually. But one of the times I went to the actual area of Ybor City, um, I stayed in a place. You will not believe the place that I stayed. So you just need to stay tuned and listen to that right after one of our sponsors. And I can tell you one thing. It's nothing like Cannonball because Cannonball is nothing but fun. Open your calendar, everyone, because I need you to mark these dates off. It's important. October 26th to November 1st, because it is Cannonball 2023 in Fort Lauderdale in the Wilton Manors area. You know, Fort Lauderdale with the beautiful beaches, great weather. But this is one of the biggest bear, chub, and chaser events in South Florida. There's so much we're going to do. I mean, you have the food. You have the Shamara dinner. We have the brunch with the queens. We have the barbecue. But then you have all these great events we're going to go to. The Sahara Gold Party. Hey, we're even going to ride a jungle queen. I hope she doesn't hurt me. And we're going to go airboating. Hey, you need to go to cannonballbash.com and register and get your passes now. And I, one of you, some of the listeners, someone probably can send me the name because I can't remember the name. But at the time, they actually had a bathhouse in Ybor City. And it was famous. The reason it was famous, because it was an old hospital. Don't remember exactly, but I think it was a mental institute. And this bathhouse was very unique because not only did they have the traditional bathhouse stuff, but they also had like a hotel on the side and you could get really nice rooms. And I was staying in one of those really nice rooms and this place was known to be haunted. When I talk about haunted, they talked about this and there was actually shows, one of those ghost shows that went there looking for this. And they heard all these noises at night. So I'm always up for a challenge. So I went there and wanted to stay to see if the place was really haunted. And I stayed in the hotel area. And right across my room was the bathroom. And it was probably 2 in the morning. I go into the bathroom. And there was another guy in there. And we come out of the bathroom. When we come out of the bathroom, down the hall, there was a garbage can. Like a big metal garbage can that was sitting down the hall. And we were talking in the hallway, and this garbage can out of nowhere just fell over. I mean, I'm not talking like a little tin garbage can. I'm talking like one of those big ones that you put out for garbage. And it just fell over. Oh my God, you never seen two adults look at each other. I just almost lost it. I ran into my room, locked the doors, and never went out again the rest of the night. I was too scared even to get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because I know this place was haunted. And they had this dark room where they used to do surgery. I I hated going into there because once it was dark and I swear I heard noises every time I was in this room. It was a crazy place. And I went looking for it because I really wanted to do something from there, but I couldn't find it. I don't know if they converted this place into something else. So that's why I say some of you listening to me probably know this place or remember it. And if you do, please send me an email. Because I really want to know what the name of the place used to be. And you can email me at trippinwithsilverdaddy at gmail.com. And remember, that's trippin, T-R-I-P-P-I-N, no G, with silverdaddy at gmail.com. So, Ebor City is a great little neighborhood. Um, they also, some people call it Gabor City. It's a very gay area. Lots of bars and that. I didn't go out to the clubs at night because I was only there for the day. And there was so there's so many things to do in this area because this is also the same place where the cruise ships go out of. And I've taken a cruise from this area and have been there. So 
it is a great area to go to. I strongly recommend that you go to Ybor City and have a good time. Make sure you definitely get a cigar from Long Ash and make sure you go next door to the pizza place because the pizza place is incredible and they're opening a new store right next to it that's going to specialize in wine and food. So everyone, I had a great time and I hope you had a good time listening to this podcast. Remember, the podcast, a new one comes out every week. So everyone be safe. Do me a favor. Send a message out to someone. Let them know you care about them. I just want to also mention to you, if you ever need to get a hold of me, go to my website, trippingwithsilverdaddy.com. There's a way to email me from there. And please subscribe to our YouTube page, Trippin' with Silver Daddy. Love, peace, and respect. Hey, everyone. Thanks again. You've been listening to Trippin' with Silver Daddy.